All right, something really, really quick to start off uh, everything. Yesterday was movie night, although uh, we watched America's Got Talent, okay? Very quickly, because I, I had him on the counter as I was getting coffee. You're at the movie. These are your choices. Rate them. You got the Goobers, you got the Raisinets, you got the Peanut uh, M&Ms, and then you got the Reese's Pieces. You go Reese's, Ted said. Wait, let me, uh, let me get Ted. You would pick this first over all four. And I love Reese's, but they don't get the job done when it comes to the Reese's Pieces. So this is four. Number four, Goobers would be my third pick. <laughs> Hope you're looking like Doc Brown. <laughs> I'll take it. And I knew I, I had bad hair. I didn't give a – why should I care? Then I would take this. This is my go-to movie candy. Raisinette, oh, Raisinettes over – over Reese's, over the Goobers. See, this one's empty. Over peanut M&M's. Raisinets belong in the trash. <laughs> Why the disdain for Raisinets? Why? Uh, Goober, the mechanic from Andy Griffith Show. Can I pat this hair down, maybe? I can pat my hair down a little bit for everybody. Leslie Larson, good morning, Opie and everyone. How are you, Leslie? Raisinets last Debbie up there in Boston. I hope you Celtics don't make the play in next year. How dare you? Uh, what's up, Jeff? Raisinets for the win. Of course. Everyone knows. Come on now. I know I'm defending something that is not worth defending, but when I go to the movies, uh, I still ask for my Raisinets, and they're like, Marge, do we have Raisinets in the back? I'll be right back. They have to leave their post to go find the Raisinets because they don't really put them on display anymore. Because it's an old man candy. Reese's Pieces are trash. John Quartz knows. I love everything Reese's. Except for this. Why is it upside down? Except for this. It doesn't taste like the, the, the same peanut butter they use in the Reese's. The Reese's cups, I should say. And of course, you got to freeze them. Shut up. Don't even start with me with that crap. The snow capped. I, I never liked the snow cap. That was like the, wait, you only got snow caps left? Oh, I'll take a box. It's just miserable. Of course you can go with the junior men's too. Of course you can. I like Raisinets. Plus they're uh, most uh, polite candy of the group. No crunching during the movie. Oh, geez, Wayne Boo Atkins. I, I've come close to punching people in a movie theater where they take forever to... Oh, I got my I got my story though. So maybe I can't go down this road. One of the grossest things you could experience as a human, just as the movie is starting, and if you focus on the noise around you and not on the screen, you will hear human beings crunching and swallowing all around you. It drives me absolutely insane. It sounds like locusts, and they're, and it's popcorn, and it's loud packaging, and it's just like, oh, it's everything about us human beings that is just terrible, I think. It just, it just uh, defines the fact that we are massive consumers. Humans are massive consumers. So I just, like, made fun of everybody else that's crunching away, right? But I was in a, a hoity-toity theater on the Upper West Side, 
there was a time I'm like, man, I like foreign films now. What is this thing? I don't know. It's Korean subtitles. All right, let's just give it a try. Or would it be English subtitles and the film would be Korean, right? Yeah, okay. So I got that wrong. But I was sitting there. <laughs> I was sitting there. Because I am aware of my fellow human beings. I really am. I try not to be in their way. That's that's one of my mantras. I try not to be in your way. <laughs> so I'm having a rough time getting into my raisinets, man. I, I really want to have some raisinets. And I'm making all sorts of noise because I'm trying to get into this thing. And I'm trying to be quiet in here. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> right? Making all this noise. Lady next to me. She finally <laughs> she violently, no joke, aggressively should be the word. She aggressively yanks the raisinets out of my hand and loudly opens up the thing immediately and then goes, here, and gives it back to me. <laughs> she was not having it with my, my stupid noises as I was trying to carefully open up my raisinets before my foreign film started where I was going to have to read for an hour and a half. Uh, when someone kicks your chair from behind at the movie theater and in engaging, oh, you like engaging and he likes, uh, engaging with people at the movie theater. Really? Are you into the tap, 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 you know, uh, Sabre zero. That's not a bad idea. Make your own sub and do towards exploring all the shit at the bottom of New York city waterways. Now I know a NYPD diver and, uh, he says it's absolutely horrific. And he says that uh, sometimes they have to go down to try to find a body. And he said that the visibility is like not even a foot. I'm like, so then what are you doing? And are you ready for this? You think your job sucks? He says we go in the, you know, especially like the, uh, the Hudson River and the East River where they do a lot of their action. He's like, we go in. We have a rope. So we use the rope to get down as far as we need to go. And then they feel around with their hands in pitch darkness for, for bodies, for bodies. Are you serious? There's no visibility in those rivers, like just about zero. Could you imagine? Can you do that? You can't do that. I can't do that. They should have given Voss the wheel gig. Really? They would have to stop the show every five minutes. Ah, could, could, could someone get the saliva out of the wheel? Got to get one of those vacuum cleaners with the attachment. Sorry. <laughs> Sports talk. Oh, it's just nonsense. Do you think Aaron Rodgers? Oh, shut up. Of course, he's, he's going to make the Jets uh, way better. They'll easily make the playoffs. Of course, we all know that. Maybe come up with another dumb angle. Maybe take DMT and go, this is, I think, what what Aaron Rodgers feels when he's in a cave. Oh, my God, Susie, you're crazy. Do anything different. Uh, you asked Jesse James what it was like to uh, on his book tour. That Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, man. I, of course I did that. Sometimes Jimmy would look at me like ugh, he'd be all annoyed because because he's thinking now I'm not going to get my celebrity picture. This guy's going to walk out. But what else are we going to do with some of these interviews? Of course, let's make it uncomfortable. And I would get that look. I'm like, really? Eh, you're not going to get a picture, are you? 
pack up your garage sale of junk. You're not getting anything signed today. Oh, well, because I'm walking this guy. <laughs> I forgot which one it was. I think it was, uh, it might have been uh, Superfly. I went all in, decided I'm going to try to walk this guy. Because there are days I'm like, look, man, you know, you do this every day. You're like, I'm bored. I think I'm going to try to walk this guy because he's boring. And then I would purposely try to walk some of these celebrities. And I was successful over the years. Cheers. 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 And then it would make everybody incredibly uncomfortable. I liked I liked that. Oh, in the light. And if you feel that you can't go on with that special effects on the vocals and your will sinking low, just believe and you can't go wrong. In the light, you will find the road. You will find the road. Beautiful. That's some deep lyrics right there. That's some Super Soul Sunday lyrics right there from Led Zeppelin. Enough uh, with Bobby Kelly. He's useless. Nah, he's not. Bob Kelly's a pretty talented guy. He says rum. He says rum instead of room. But besides that, he's a pretty talented guy. I always liked that in Boston. Like, you know, they're – I mean, Boston has tough guys. Tough. And then they'd be yelling and screaming at you. They'd be get, getting all mad at you. And then they would say rum or some weird Boston word. And then you would start laughing at them. <laughs> it's a room. Why are you saying rum? Never mind. I'm still going to kick your ass. Now follow me. No, I ain't following you into a rum. But Bob Kelly's talented. Oh my God! What? All right, let me. Fin wow, I love when I get new questions because a, a lot of this stuff I've I've said too many times, over and over and over again. It's so crazy, like to think where we used to be. Like, so one day, like like it's nothing. Chubby Checker's in studio with us, and you might be like, ah, whatever. But it, like, he's legit one of the founders of of rock and roll music. My God, he was doing his thing, and then the Beatles, and then you know they just knocked it out of the out of the park but so chubby checkers in i'm like he had one of the most famous songs of all time the twist and and there was a dance around at the twist and so he's in studio i'm like holy shit and that was also the day i think we surprised jimmy for his birthday or something i don't remember the ins and outs of it but uh, we got this uh black sabbath cover band called uh sabra cadabra and they were amazing Black Sabbath uh, cover band. Amazing. Chubby Checker's in, right? And he's trying to promote a new song. I forgot what the song is, which is a kind of uh, key to the story. And we're talking to the Chubby Checker. And there's only really one thing to talk about with the Chubby Checker, and that is the twist. And then we got a band in the studio, and we're like, hey, how about you? How about you play the twist? That would be pretty amazing with a Black Sabbath cover band. That's kind of crazy. And on point for the Opie and Anthony show. Chubby Checker goes, I don't, I don't play the twist unless you pay me like $10,000. It was at least 10,000. Cause yeah, I, I only play uh, the twist on radio for $10,000. I'll sing it for you. I'm like, we ain't paying $10,000 to hear you do the twist. He goes, well, could you play my uh, new song? I'm like, we ain't playing your new song either. Chubby Checker. 
So let's see if we can make a deal today. And he really, at the time, needed to promote this uh, this new song or new album of his. So I go, Chubby, we got to make a deal. I don't know exactly how this went down, but I certainly was part of the, the uh, negotiations. I'm like, look, man, we both need something here today. You need us to promote your new song or album. We got a massive audience. And you got a little song called The Twist in your back pocket. And we got a band here. How about we do this, Mr. Checker? You play the twist with uh, with the Black Sabbath cover band, and then we'll promote the hell out of whatever you need to promote. He went, deal. And that's how we got that done. And next thing you know, Chubby Checker is uh, doing the twist with a Black Sabbath cover band. Cheers. John Courts, good morning, Open Squad. Beautiful to see the waves. Yeah, man, the waves are huge. We got double barrels coming in. I, I think they're called double barrels. Uh, but I want to get out there on a paddleboard. I, I got to wait for the water to calm a little down. And then, you know, you go paddle out. My thing is to try to paddle out until the houses are teeny weeny. Got to check the wind, though, because, you know, you'll be a sailboat if the wind's going the wrong way. And next thing you know, you're going to be close to a tanker asking for help. And every once in a while, we lose somebody. The wind just takes them. And all you hear is, help, help. You hear something? Get me another beer. And then you learn like a day or two later that, you know, the wind got one and they're like miles out of the Coast Guard has to get them. So so you got to check the wind when you paddle board. You, you know, don't be stupid. You want the wind coming in this way so it's constantly pushing you and doesn't bring you out to sea. Air quality alerts here in West Virginia from those fires. To, all the way down in West Virginia, Wayne Boo Atkins, that's, that's unbelievable. We're done with Canada. All they do is stand on guard for thee. That means nothing. That means we have to do all the heavy lifting. And you're like, you know, if you need me to move your couch, I'm around. The person's never around. That's Canada right there. Enough with them standing on guard for thee. We should push up. The first thing we should do as Americans and the United States of America is take back all that, all that, Canadian land that is south of the United States. That don't make sense. You're way up here, and there's Canadians living way down here. What? That don't make sense. So right away, let's push all those people out and take that territory. So we have a nice, clean line on the northern border, and it's all Americans from here down. Not Americans, and that there's some Canadians way down here. No, we don't like that. We're pushing you out. And then after that, when then we march in and we're like, yo, Toronto, bitch, you're now ours. Montreal, you're now ours. And push all those people. There's plenty of land in Canada. They all squeeze near the uh, the American border. So let's just do that, too. And then just for a goof, because I think we could see it from America. Let's just take Vancouver. And then I, I think we can leave the rest for them. Right. Uh, and make sure we get Niagara Falls. It, definitely make sure we get Niagara Falls. There's too much money to be made there. That's what I say we do this weekend for the 4th of July. Let's give ourselves a, a birthday present, America. <laughs> uh, morning, Opie and Doggy and Potters. Yeah, I, I, Doggy, he knows it's time to live stream. And then he knows, okay, then we go on the on the beach, bitch. And I get to sniff around and poo on seaweed and then... And then my owner, the Opster, will take up the pick up the seaweed like this. 
in a big ball and throw it in the ocean. And then one out of ten people will say, why are you doing that? What? That's disgusting. And I'm like, dude, two waves in the dog poo is pulverized. You do know the ocean is filled with millions and millions of things. I'll just call them things that are pooing all day long. And it's easy, man, because the dog, you know, he's obsessed with the seaweed. He wants to he wants to poo on seaweed, so it's perfect. I just got to pick it up like this and throw it in the ocean. I cooked on the grill. We had uh, uh, we had some lovely grilled salmon and mashed potatoes and burgers. And then we had a nice uh, strawberry rhubarb pie. And then we're laying around, and I'm like, let's watch something. And they're against me. They're, they're watching that... Uh, that British baking show. Oh my God. Why would you watch that when you can watch guys grocery uh, grocery games? Isn't it the same stupid show? And I don't mean stupid in that regard. I think the, the British baking show is stupid. Oh my God. And it's all proper. And then there's a guy, I, I don't know, they call him Hollywood or something like that. He's got these baby blues that he shows off. He knows he has really good blue eyes and he, and he wears matching blue shirts to bring out the blue or more blue in his baby blue eyes. Oh, I got baby blue eyes. I downplay it. Do you see me ever in blue? It's rare. Because I know if I wear blue, it's over, Johnny. <laughs> I know I wear blue with these blue eyes. I can get a lot of things done. Let's just put it that way. And the, and the baking show guy with the blue eyes. Oh, he just... Walks in. What's up, ladies? And they're like, oh, my God, how's my meringue pie? I don't even care if I win this anymore. You're gorgeous. So they're against me because they're like, they're marathoning that crap. So I fell asleep on the couch. I'm like, oh, screw this. I'm going to go fall asleep. Obster, did any cast members of the Stern Show ever beg you to hire them away since they were so poorly paid? And shabbily, shabbily treated. Uh, what a great question from the Ross Dog. And thanks for the $7 on Super Chat Friday. Can I get an ooh-wee? Ooh-wee. Man, all those years, us against the Howard Stern, um, all most of his staff uh, couldn't have been nicer towards us, including that stupid boy, Gary. Boy, Gary was always a weird double agent. He's a weird dude, man. But I sat in many, many an office with uh, Boy Gary because, you know, I had to do a lot of schmoozing with bosses and whatnot. And I'd be sitting there doing a little schmooze session. And then Boy Gary would, you'd see him coming a mile away. I mean, the teeth are ridiculous. <laughs> they're, as, they're as ridiculous as you think. And then he would pop his head in, do his thing. I think he was always just trying to get info from me. And then he, he would small talk me and then like butt, butt into my little schmooze session with one, one of those dumb suits. And he could have been nicer, to be honest with you. But then on the air, he would give, uh, he was the guy that, he was the guy that gave Howard Stern all the info about what we were doing. All, I mean, all of it. He was pretty much listening to us full time and reporting to Howard about all the nonsense we were saying about Howard and then Howard would go to the big bosses and yell and scream and be a little 
well, he would be a Karen. If you want to know the truth, I think, I think uh, Howard Stern is the original Karen. He certainly has the hair for it. Always complaining to the managers. <laughs> All right. Um, let me go to a super chat. $5 from Cast Iron Kyle. Hope you're checking out his Instagram. I remember when your son was born, you said the only thing you need to do is make sure they don't die and don't let their soft heads cave in. It's completely horrifying to bring a, a newborn into your house. I, I talked to my kids about this. Like, the stuff that to this day kids learn in school, you're like, that just is dumb. They should teach you how to fix things around a house. They should teach you what an actual mortgage is. I was like in my late 30s, and then all of a sudden I had to, you know, I wanted to buy something. I had to, I had to learn about mortgages. I'm like, this is pathetic. They should have taught me this in school. They should have taught me how, how plumbing works or a, how a boiler works or how just basic basic things to do around the house. And with that said, they should have also, they should also teach you how you take care of a fucking newborn. The whole thing is just beautiful and nice. And then you go into the hospital and then you have the kid and they give you like what? Eight hours after you have the kid and they kick you out with a newborn with like, there's no instructions. It doesn't even come with a manual. School is stupid, kids. But yeah, bringing a newborn home is just absolutely just just terrifying. You know, when they start like getting some kind of muscle on their on their veal bodies, then you start feeling like, okay, okay. Oh, oh, they can actually keep their head up. So I think when they finally get the stupid neck muscles coming in, you're like, oh God, okay, thank God. All right, we're getting somewhere. Oh, thank you. Because of the, you know the healthcare system in America, you want a rant right now? I'll give you the damn rant. When we were born, and I mean all of us, because you know I I would assume you're old enough that some time has gone by. You know the the moms were able to stay in the hospital like something like a week. They got a week. They they just got a break. They just pushed a bowling ball out. They're hurting. And, uh, you know, the, the husbands are just in another room harumphing and smoking cigars. And the, the hospital in our country understood all this. And they gave, the, they gave the ladies time to breathe and heal a little bit and get some proper nutrition and a lot of rest. They would just let you have the baby for an hour here and an hour there. And then these women were sleeping like babies and getting a lot of resting because they knew like the next... 18, 21, 22, 30 years. I think it goes all the way up to 30. You know, they're going to be in it. But then with the health care bullshit in this country, everything got way too expensive. So now they're like, you just had a kid. We need you. We need you out. Can I get a late checkout? No, you can't get a late checkout. We need you out of here in eight hours. Holy crap. What is this? I got a damn critter that's coming up on my deck at night and they're eating my tomatoes. This would have been a, a sweet cherry tomato right there, but it's on the ground. I'm not happy about that. I'm more concerned about that than uh, getting my radio career back. <laughs> 
Is a tomato a fruit or a vegetable? You're asking the wrong person. I, I don't. I don't play with that stupid nonsense. I don't play with it. It's a vegetable. I I know what the scientists say. Relax. I went to school, but I don't acknowledge it as a fruit. We all know what the fruits are. We all know what the vegetables are. Stop it. And then you have to hear that one person in your life. You know, actually, no, actually, no. There's no actually. I put it on, you know, some stupid lettuce with a couple radishes with a balsamic vinaigrette. It's a vegetable. Look up look up other things that are supposedly uh, fruits. How do I look this up? Other vegetables actually fruits. Okay. What other vegetables are actually fruits? Some I other idiot that Googled this wrote it proper. I wrote it. Vegetables that are actually actually fruits. And this guy, what other vegetables are actually fruits? God, proper English. 14 vegetables. We're doing this, right? Okay. Tomatoes are actually fruits. Peppers are actually fruits. Pumpkins are actually fruits. Cucumbers are actually fruits. Shut up. Peas are actually fruits. String beans are actual fruits. Eggplants are actual fruits. Okra. Worst thing on earth. Okra is an actual fruit. Click here for more. Olives are fruit. Avocados. None of this has a sweetness to them. Tomatoes, I guess that's why that's the go-to one, because they sort of have a sweetness. But the rest of this stuff is, is corn is not a fruit. Zucchini is a fruit. Beans is a fruit. Chickpeas is a fruit. Sign up. I ain't signing up for the business insider. Go F yourself. Oh, wow. That really, wow. I lost 20 people on that. <laughs> 20 people didn't want to hear my nonsense. About fruits and vegetables. All right. Read the room, Ope. Read the room. Read the room. I hope you guys get to hear the birds every morning because they're just lovely. They're just lovely. It's way better than in the city. Move! Out here you hear the, a dog barking in the distance. You hear the, the sounds of the waves. You hear the birds chirping, which reminds me I need more bird seed. And in the city, what do you hear? Move! Could you explain that further? Oh, no. As soon as you leave your apartment, that's what you hear all day long. Move! I got to go because I have low battery. That's what's going to knock us out today. Ah, man, I didn't charge this fully. Round of applause for me today. I just avoided making a tasteless vegetable that's actually a fruit joke that would have harkened back to the... Uh, the O and A days. Can you do the joke? I'm on the clock though, because I got, I got low battery, like really bad low battery. Please, just for me, let's acknowledge that you were smart enough not to do this initially, but now you're doing it just just to show us how bad the actual line is. Can you do that, please? <laughs> was that going to be the joke? Wait, was he going to say seven eight nine? Wayne, were you going to say seven eight nine? That joke. Oh, I, I need to know Wayne's joke. <laughs> why, why were the apples and oranges all alone? Because the banana split. <laughs> That's not the best banana joke, by the way. The best banana joke by far is the banana looking at the vibrator and saying to the vibrator, why are you shaking? She's going to eat me. Ooh Boo, 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 boo. <laughs>
boo 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 boo